Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Let me go ahead and get this turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned in to episode 131 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Much love and respect to everybody who listened to episode 130. I forgot in 130 to shout out my godson JoJo, aka JoJo Dancer, aka Josiah the Prince. Uh, that's my godson. We had his uh, birthday party, uh, he just turned one years old one year old he's a year old i should say one years old uh he's a year old uh man just that boy is big as a horse and so we had the little pool party at the house you know a bunch of kids came through you know all my people brought they they little ones through and uh man we just had a great time uh you know i'm glad the kids enjoyed themselves at the pool i actually got to hop my black ass in the pool and do a little bit of swimming uh because i had my my man Bogard, he he manned the grill because I did it last year for his uh, birthday party, and I missed all the fun. Everybody in the pool having a good ass time, or slapping spades on the on the on the table outside and shit. Everybody having a good ass time. Here I am sweating up over the grill. I was like, never again. Like if it's an event I'm hosting, I guess you know if it's for me, like if I, like like if I do something like a friday night uh fires or some shit like that you know i might grill out or something like that uh but yeah that was fun had a great time hanging out with everybody shout out to everybody that came all my my folks showed up and um yeah i just you know i just i just love to see that boy so happy he was acting like a little bit of a diva when he first showed up acting like he didn't know me crying and shit but uh he got he got up out of that he was i think he was just a little tired and you know, as soon as he got, as soon as them little feet hit that water, he was all right. He was A-OK. So, uh, again, shout out to my, my godson, JoJo, JoJo Dancer. Um, let's see what else we got going on before I get started on this Summer Jam screen. Oh, shit. So, we in August now. We in the middle of August. So, you know what that means. It's back to school time. And I know some fellas been waiting for them damn kids to go back to school so they can be balls deep in these kids' mama left and right so you know that that uh you know always what happens on that like that first week of school like if the mama ain't working or some shit like that or you know or even the baby or the daddy ain't working or something like that and he got some some ladies on deckington you know that's when they that's when they really be getting it in when them kids be at school so they put that facebook post out there talking about i'm bored since the kids are in school you know they'll put that or they'll snapchat uh that they by themselves home alone bored 
or they'll go out and have a lunch by themselves and that's usually the bat signal to let that nigga know that it's time for you to be in these guts raw and then eat some fruit snacks later you need to be in here balls deep and it's the same thing for the fellas who got custody of their kids or share custody you know when they solo dolo you know they're like oh missing my son you know da 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 or some shit like that and then all of a sudden you know he done sent out that bat signal so he could have that you know that juicy thing sitting up on his lip you know what i'm saying so (laughs) tis the season tis the season but i want y'all to be safe out there all right and uh fellas if you going over to some lady house and eating up the fruit snacks and shit replace the fruit snacks you know just i know it's a good treat after you didn't get done, you know, hitting a couple rounds of that thing, you know, beating it up like you Mike Tyson or something, and you, you know, you sipping a Capri Sun and eating all the great value fruit snacks, but replace them shits, you know, have a heart, you know, I don't want you to go too far though, you know, start buying her kids like uh, clothes and shit like that, and next thing you know, she kicking you out because you done went a little bit too far, you took it a step too far, she just needed some dick, that's all she wanted, these women is is raw these days boy they are very raw they will uh fuck you and then tell you so what you about to do (laughs) the roles are being reversed fellas so don't be out here doing too much but you can replenish the fruit snacks all right so let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer jam screen let's see what's popping up now let me see here let me let me see if i can find my goddamn notes if i can uh let's see here 131 oh yeah first things first we gotta throw some prayers out to uh the queen of soul you know miss aretha franklin uh there is being uh word has been spread through the media by her family said that she is gravely ill and she ain't doing too well um so uh you know sending prayers to her and positive energy hopefully she can pull through this um she is an amazing woman i saw her just a couple years ago uh, two years ago or was it three years ago i saw her at a uh, saturday in the park up in sioux city and uh man she made us wait for a little bit but it was worth it voice was still amazing my my uh, mother-in-law she had the time of her life because that's one of her favorite singers and so she was just out there just dancing her tail off you know while aretha was singing and i was just in awe of that i'm like i'm really sitting here seeing aretha franklin sing live you know so prayers to her and i hope and i pray that she does she she pulls through this Uh, i really do i really do um i know uh beyonce did a tribute for her at their on the run tour show in detroit um and other celebrities have came out spoken out like sierra um but i just i don't know it's just it just sucks getting older you know because you start losing icons you know on start losing family members and then you start losing icons and stuff like that it's just tough it sucks getting older like you know it's good but at the same time it sucks though you know you you, it makes you tougher but it still doesn't get easier even though you get tougher it don't make it easier you know life doesn't get easier as you get older you get tougher all right so um let's see what else is going on uh yeah so what the fuck is going on with this whole idris elba uh james bond fiasco again uh i'm just seeing i just feel like we revisit this every year somehow some way we revisit this shit every fucking year um with james with james bond well idris elba playing james bond i just i don't give a fuck about having a black james bond like i I really don't 
like I mean James Bond shit ain't really been popping since Nintendo 64 since GoldenEye you know what I'm saying like the movies are cool they alright you know it's one of them things where you just like oh I'll watch it like if it's on like FX or some shit like that but I'm not gonna deliberately go to the movies and see it like I, I think I stopped after the first one that Daniel Craig was in or whatever I ain't seen the other two but yeah it's just one of them things where uh i know white folks are mad um not white folks but white supremacists are mad i seen uh your man's richard spencer was on twitter tweeting about it talking about uh uh you know just talking about this is about white identity and all this other bullshit and then there was some other bigoted lady this real old white woman oh she looks real old but she's not that old and she was talking about she's gonna play uh, T'Challa's mama in the new uh, Black Panther 2 or something like that Just trying to make a joke and be funny But uh, somebody pointed out That uh, One of Jen James in a book In the novels about James Bond uh, He is What half British and Scottish or something Like that with an American name And his first mission Was to be like a Jamaican Boy toy or something like that they, Somebody pointed that out on Twitter and they got a bunch of legs on it but honestly me being my black ass i don't give a fuck about seeing a black james bond at all but i've never um been one of those people that you know i need to see you know it it, it defines me to see a black person on screen i guess that's just because how i was raised and how I was raised around a lot of strong black folks, male and female. Um, I don't, it's just weird for me to see people caping for this. Oh, he would make the perfect James Bond, da 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 da, and all this other shit. But I'm just like, why don't we just create a new franchise, a whole new character, and he won't be out here? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just weird to me. I mean, we always revisit this subject. I don't even, I think I might have about this on a podcast before like on an early early podcast going back to the double digits or some shit like that but i I really don't give a fuck about idris elba uh playing james bond like i don't like it's just weird to see so many black folks online just like caping for this and wanting it to happen but i don't i just i don't know i like i don't even think white kids think james bond is cool like a white james bond i just feel so out of touch you know there's nothing dope about it at all i just feel like these marvel movies are the wave now like superhero movies and shit like that and not at least no as far as an action hero and shit like that i don't know people who still fuck with james bond besides that you know maybe that that 30 plus crowd you know like folks from my generation i just I don't even think somebody, you know, five years younger than me would fuck with James Bond. Just like, uh, I mean, if it's on, I watch it. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. Like, James Bond was like the shit, you know, I think in like the 70s, 80s. And then when Pierce Brosnan did it, you know, in the 90s and 2000, I mean, it was all right. You know, it was just one of them things like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. But I feel like it peaked at GoldenEye for the Nintendo 64 because that was a dope-ass game. It was a fire-ass game, especially with the multiplayer uh, shoot-em-up game shit. So that was amazing, but, I mean, don't nobody give a fuck about Idris Elba, like, in real life. Like, I know I know, social media a lot of times, niggas just be trying to pass the time. Um, so 
let's move on. Uh, let's see here. Did y'all see about that uh that Baltimore police officer, the black dude who was beating the shit out that other black dude? My God, that was disgusting. What was that? What was that man's name? Was it like Deshaun McGuire or something like that? That was the cop. Um, let me see here. Give me just a second here. Let me pull the pull this up real quick. My notes acting funny because people texting me. Hold on a second. All right, so um, I misspoke. The uh, officer name is uh, excuse me is uh, Arthur Williams. Deshaun McGreer. That's the actual victim. So this went viral. Um, I guess the brothers was just sitting up on the corner or something like that. And then all of a sudden, uh, some words were exchanged. And then the cop just started taking off on him, just started punching him all in his face. Uh, the man suffered, I think, some cracked ribs, broken bones in his face. And the uh, attorney out there, uh, Marilyn Mosby, she is going to charge him with assault. The officer did quit his job. Uh, which is wild right so you know when this happens when it's white on black or white on white you know a lot of times that officer will um you know kind of ride it out the police unions will have his back and all this other shit but a lot of times with these black officers they know that that blue wall of protection it it, it doesn't that blue wall that that blue brotherhood that blue blood brotherhood doesn't protect them at all so a lot of times they end up stepping down because they know they're about to be charged to the fullest extent of the law and they will be convicted. There was a situation that happened here a couple years back in uh, Omaha where a uh, mentally challenged uh, Native American man was actually killed in police custody. Uh, it was two black officers and a, I think a woman, a white woman, I believe. And them, uh, they charged them brothers right away and got them on up out the paint. Uh, because the, the the guy was coming up from Oklahoma and he was going somewhere. I don't know if he's coming to Omaha to meet somebody or a family member. He always made the trip before and uh, he was uh, at a gas station and he didn't take his meds. And, you know, so he was, you know, fl wigging out a little bit and they uh, basically tased him to death. He ended up dying. And so uh, the chief of police here, you know, he was all all on board about uh getting them officers up out the paint so i don't know if they got i believe they got charged i don't know how the trial went and shit like that but i know they got them up off the force and then that woman who was just uh, the female cop she was just a bystander i believe but they said she could have done more so they got her out the paint too so that just uh brings me up to this right here so what is it with you black officers out here who feel that you have the you know the same authority or power as a white officer because you know when shit goes left when shit breaks bad for you you don't have that same protection so it's just very odd to me that you still walking around here like you you about to fuck some shit up and a lot of times i was talking to my wife in the car about this um was it yesterday yeah i think it was yesterday a lot of times you know you did you catch the most hell from these black cops because they trying to prove to the white officers and to their white sergeants or lieutenants that they can be harder on black people than white cops you know that they ain't gonna be an ally to poor black folks and that's who i mainly caught the hell from uh g unit it was mainly black officers shaking me down and shit like that um 
And then there was a Hispanic officer that thought he was Billy Badass that time I got pulled over on Mother's Day. I told y'all that story before. Uh, that it, but it was a white cop. He called for the young Mexican dude to bring the smoke. And um, yeah, it's just puzzling to me that these black officers running around here causing hell, giving and raining hell, raining terror on poor black communities. You know, to show that they can be down and be a goddamn overseer instead of an officer to serve and protect, you know, is to punish and to enslave. Um, you know, it's just a very disgusting thing to see that happen. And, uh, you know, uh, I know this brother's gonna be, you know, prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, but I hope this is a lesson to other so-called black cops out there to, uh, you know, do your fucking job. That's all you gotta do, do your job, quit trying to be like these white cops out here and try to be harder on poor black folks it's it's just fucking disgusting it is it is it's, it's very 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 disgusting and then um let's see what else is going on so y'all remember uh i didn't talk about this but there was a case in clearwater florida happened a few weeks back uh, or maybe it's about a month ago in clearwater florida there was this black woman she parked in a handicapped spot outside of a bodega or a liquor store, outside of a corner store, as us in the Midwest say, the corner store, the liquor store. Um, and there's a white dude outside. He's always harassing folks and fucking with them. So he was being belligerent and, you know, being very threatening towards this black woman. And she let her, her boyfriend know who was in the store or her husband and he came out and addressed the guy about it and then the guy you know was still jawing off and he you know walked up on the black dude and the black dude pushed him up off him like yo get the fuck up off me and then the white guy his name is michael drechka he pulled out a, a pistol and shot that man dead in his chest shot that brother right in his chest and um and then the sheriff in that then clearwater he said in a um a uh, press conference ain't shit they could do about it because it was a uh, stand your ground and he retaliated quickly enough quick enough that they wouldn't charge him and he said that the push was very violent or whatever but the black dude was retreating after he pushed him right so this this guy they say he's always outside of this corner store starting shit with people who parks in that spot and all this other shit and he you know, he had time today. He'd been wanting to pull that goddamn pistol out on him. I know what it, I know what it's like to own a handgun. And, uh, you know, if you're a weak motherfucker, you always want to use it. You know what I'm saying? If you're a very weak individual, a weak-minded man, and you ain't got hands, you, you can't fight at all, you don't know how to defend yourself one-on-one, mano-a-mano, or even in a group if you're getting jumped, you know, you always... You always want to pull that pistol out, you know, to show that you're a man, that you're a real man. You always want to fire it at somebody or pull it out and, you know, show it and uh, think that you, you know, Timmy Too Tough or Billy Badass, you know. So that's why he was doing. That's why he was starting shit with so many people down there because he had that little pistol on him. But so what we're looking at right now is uh, the, the state's attorney down there is actually going to charge him with uh manslaughter so they're not going to overcharge him for like attempted murder or i mean for murder in the first degree or second degree they're going to charge him with manslaughter so we'll see how this case goes because there was numerous protests i know al sharpton says something about it 
Um, but the way that Florida is set up, I mean, it's it's you know it's it's like a fart in the wind. You know, it ain't it ain't gonna do too much. You know, it's gonna dissipate very quickly. And this was basically charging this man. So the protest would stop. That's pretty much all it is. That's all it is. And I don't want anybody out here celebrating and, you know, dancing in the streets and shit like that. Because once they get in that courtroom and they they pick out that all white jury, you know, he's going to go on about his damn business. Because I didn't know this about the stand your ground law. I think it's just within what is it within like four seconds or something like that you have to uh, fire back to actually, uh, quote unquote, stand your ground. If you're being threatened, anything, I think anything longer than that, it's either four or five seconds, anything longer than that, then it's like you contemplated it or whatever. So, but this man was retreating. He wasn't coming to attack. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens uh, with the verdict on here, but I'm not holding my breath about this. And uh, this is why I appreciate what the brother Sean King is doing. I know a lot of um, so-called websites are out here trying to say that he's working with the feds and he's a he's a insider or some shit like that or an agent and shit like that uh because he's telling folks to actually go out here and vote uh against you know and get these prosecutors in here because those are the ones who really have all the power and so he's you know hand picking and uh, standing behind uh progressive prosecutors and states attorneys and things like that when elections come up or near elections and you know, he's actually out here doing the work and exposing a lot of stuff with his journalism and with his platform. He actually uses it correctly. And of course, he's working with law enforcement because that's how those guys who were beating the shit out that brother uh, in the Charlottesville um, uh, parking garage across from the police station. That's how they got arrested. There's still one guy that nobody has been able to identify yet, but people start snitching. Like he started up a whole um, a whole reward system, you know, uh, tens of thousands of dollars, uh, you know, to these uh, to the folks who would snitch on these folks uh, to identify these folks who were beating the shit out that brother in that parking garage. And uh, he also started up a super pack, you know, to actually put money behind progressive candidates so they can actually have a fighting chance against these established democrats and these established republicans uh who just who are just fat cats in the system so uh to see black folks to attack him and come after him on some old bullshit like that it's just you have to ask these people who are attacking him what are you doing what actions or what plan do you have and what action steps have you taken to actually make that plan come to fruition instead of just talking about we need to do this we need to do that lead by example and actually do it but um you know i'm feeling like i'm ranting a little bit so i'm gonna leave it to my man hove i know he's a little busy with his tour and shit like that they just stopped in detroit so you know he flew in you know to you know parlay with the god real quick so hove talk to these people real quick don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you so much tyrone biggums so tyrone biggums came to me today about hope like dope he was like you know what a double have you heard this song bitch i'm a cow and i was like nah cuz i ain't heard that and so he hit play and here we are selling hope like dope we have 
this singer named Doja Cat, singer slash rapper. She uh, was goofing around, shot a video, and she has a song out now that is the wave on these internets called Bitch I'm a Cow. I don't know if it's called I'm a Cow. Some real crackhead shit. I saw it about who was about a few days ago, a couple days ago, about three, four days ago. Somebody posted it on uh, Facebook and people were like man what the fuck is this and some folks were like oh i love this this is amazing and i'm just like the second group y'all niggas is weirdos talking about this is amazing but i guess it's some little b type shit you know where you uh pretty much troll the 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 audience with some bullshit ass song and then you release your real stuff which is halfway decent pretty decent so I think that's what she's trying to do because there is a project out now that she has. But uh, man, I am. When I first saw the video, I was just like, oh, PBS is out here. They really trying to do all that they can to keep these little kids watching instead of watching on the tablet. You know, or is this uh, some new Sesame Street on HBO type shit? You know what I'm saying? It's just uh, wild. Uh, so she's dancing around this, uh, I think she's mulatto or she could just be really light skinned, but she's dancing around in like a, you know, a cow print outfit and, you know, talking about bitch, she's a cow and twerking and, you know, bouncing her titties up and down. And it's just weird with like a cartoon farm in the background and then some anime titties and just very odd stuff and i don't know it's just i'm like maybe if i was high i could fuck with it you know maybe i'd take an edible and then i'd be like oh this shit is way fire but to actually see people online i know i know music is a matter of opinion but this is just some goofy ass shit to me if you ask me that whole i don't know it's just goofy i'll have a link in the bio so you can watch it and have the song stuck in your head um but like i said it, it looks like a bad like pbs video like a kid show or sesame street type shit you know what i'm saying but um you know it is what it is doja cat out here selling hope like dope you know uh by trolling that's pretty much all it is is trolling this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l Alright, so in holding this L, we got two separate entities or two different folks holding this L. Uh, first, we have to give it to Denny's, and then we have to give it to the black folks still going to Denny's. <laughs> there was a story in, uh, what was it, Lake City, Florida, some part in Florida, where there was a group of churchgoers. Uh, they were in a van, it's about 25 of them on a bus or whatever. And they went to a Denny's, and uh, they went in waitress said nah we can't serve you it's only me working and one cook and we know how you niggas like to eat i don't think she said that last part but that's probably what she wanted to say um so the brother was all butthurt about it and he uh you know he was on the news you know had tears welling up in his eyes talking about uh he saw another family go in and she told them to go on and have a seat and she wouldn't feed us and you know it's because i'm black and you know all this other bullshit but my thing is why is niggas still going to Denny's? Niggas boycotted Denny's back in the what was it, the late 80s, early 90s. 
I mean, Hove even said in the song, never eat at Denny's and party like little pennies. Um, so what, what, why is your black ass still trying to eat at Denny's? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Denny's and Cracker Barrel. Why are black folks still fucking with these establishments? That's what I don't get. Because, I mean, Denny's had some lawsuits against them for, you know, racial biases and uh, discrimination in the 90s and shit like that. Excuse me, but you know that's how boring this story is, and I'm no. This is how tired I am of black folks frequent frequenting establishments that don't want your service. You always can hurt a business in his in his wallet. Don't don't give him your fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Just don't. And then Denny's issued an apology to the man and the churchgoers. Uh, They were I guess they were coming from some kind of convention or something. But I'm just puzzled as to why these black folks didn't have higher standards you know they were better off you know stopping at a truck stop and just getting some hot dogs instead of going to denny's you know if you actually would have got seated at denny's they would have been spitting all in your food and wiping boogers under your uh, hot dog bun or your uh your hamburger bun whatever you ordered you know or in your toast or hack a loogie in your butter so i just don't understand how can we be that ignorant to not look at the past to dictate our future and how we move in the future? That's just, that's just what I don't get. And Denny's just, they've they been trash. And I just, I've, I'm thoroughly puzzled. I am. I am thoroughly puzzled as to why niggas is still going to Denny's. And if you're still going to Denny's, you need to stop. You really do. You know, save that little twelve, thirteen dollars, and just go on and get you a carton of eggs, some bacon, and some hash and some hash browns or some uh, potatoes O'Brien or whatever the fuck they call them, and you cook that shit yourself and save a few dollars. You know, you can make you breakfast all week with that. I'm just, I just don't get it. Like, do you like a bigot fixing your food? I'm just, I'm very uncomfortable about that in the stab, going to an establishment that don't fuck with me, especially with my food, that don't fuck with my people or my kind, my color, and I'm going to sit up here and I can't watch you fix the food and I'm going to give you my money to feed me some of your bodily fluids. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all need to talk to Jesus one time because Jesus is handing you an L right now. You win. Perfect. All right. So moving on to not all heroes wear capes. First things first, I just want to say my heart goes out to the brother who just uh, won his his court case against Monsanto, who makes Roundup. Uh, There was a cancer causing chemical in the Roundup that this brother was uh, using uh, as a groundskeeper at a high school. And uh, so the uh, jury found it found in his favor, and the judge judges I don't know I think it was maybe the judge judge found a settlement of two hundred and I think eighty nine million dollars in his favor. Um, hopefully that brother gets to see that money, but I fear that Monsanto will appeal this and keep on fighting it and keeping it tied up in the courts until this man dies. I think that's what their next move is because I read in the article that 
that's what they planned on doing was appealing it. And so that's all that that means is they're going to keep on, uh, you know, rolling out red tape and tying up uh, this case and keep on issuing appeals until this man unfortunately passes away. But hopefully I see I hope he sees this money so he will be able to get a one treatment and hopefully beat this if he can. Um, hopefully it's not too late. But I also wanted to give it to teachers. Uh, you know, the school year is coming up. Some of y'all kids are in school right now. Um, but man, uh, you know, every year my wife's a teacher and every year we, uh, you know, we have to go get supplies for her classroom and it's pretty pricey. You know, you buying notebooks, you know, almost 200 notebooks. Uh, you're buying, you know, pens, pencils, you know, poster board, getting stuff laminated. And uh, I just wanted to celebrate the teachers out there who still love their jobs. I know there's a lot of them out there that's just kind of going through the motions because they've been beat down. But to the ones that are still excited and still care about these kids, uh, shout out to y'all. And that's including my wife. Uh, you know, it's just you, I see the stress. I see the love. You know, this it's not stress from the kids, but it's just the stress of, you know, trying to reach them. You know what I'm saying? And getting them to that next level so they can be, you know, uh, prime members of society. Um, so nothing but love and respect to all the teachers out there. And for my fellas out there, hopefully with kids, um, I want you to be more active in your child's classroom or at school. Um, you know, the majority of teachers are women. And, uh, you know, I, there's a, a shortage of male teachers across the board, no matter the race. Uh, just pop your head in or volunteer to do like a storybook time or something like that with the grade school kids uh, or just, you know, pop in, to, you know, uh, talk to kids about your job and what you do or just, you know, shoot the breeze with kids after school that your son or daughter is cool with um, because both little boys and little girls can benefit from that masculine energy. They really can. And I think I'm going to work on that myself more this year and pop in on my wife's classroom because i know last year the kids was went crazy because i was up there but i think it was because i brought boo up there our dog a little chubby dog i think that's why they were so hyped but uh but the kids they they, they talk to me too so uh, i think i'm gonna try to be more active in that that's my goal for this uh school year and um yeah but it's just a celebration of the teachers you know nothing but love and respect to y'all and uh, y'all are the ones who are leading the good fight. I know y'all deserve to be paid better. I feel like there needs to be like a teacher, like super pack group or something that's champion for y'all to be paid more across the board. Um, because you look at some of these states, some of these teachers come out the gate making like $23,000, $24,000 a year. And it's just not enough. Some teachers are, you know, have to take like public assistance. I remember um, me growing up, like even when I was in high school, it'd be weird to see like my uh, geometry teacher or my, not my geometry teacher, is my algebra uh, one, two, or my trig teacher. I can't remember. It might've been my trig teacher. She was like, had a part-time gig at the local like pennies outlet. I was just like, God damn, for real. But it's what a lot of teachers do. Um, to make ends meet um, and a lot of them pick up extracurricular activities you know like summer school or become the coach of a team or something like that um, but it shouldn't come to that I feel like off rip personally uh, 
you know, I feel like uh, teachers should be, you know, making, you know, up in the, the, the low 50s, you know, start them off at like $51,000, $52,000 a year, and then just keep going up from there. You know, ain't no way a teacher should be out here making less than a Burger King manager. You see what I'm saying? Um, a shift manager at that. So um, maybe there is legislation in place, but I feel like we were focused on the wrong things. We don't worry about the future. Uh, as you look at, you know, current and past administrations, I feel like we worry about the now. Uh, we just passed a $761 billion, or it was a $781. It was almost a trillion dollar bill, no matter what, named after John McCain, uh, specifically for defense. But, all, but we can't ever find money for things that really matter, like housing and education. We really can't, which is odd to me, but we can find all this money in the world to pay for defense and to pay for these new fighter jets and these tanks and, you know, new uniforms for the military, uh, you know, that has these uh, crazy new advancements on them. You know, because we want to be the best in the world when it comes to, to, to defense. We can find all this money for all this other shit, but to be the, the, the baddest motherfuckers on the planet, but we can't find, you know, money to help the kids and all this other shit. That's because America is a business, though. And it's sad to say that. I don't want to get dark on not all hills wear capes, but it's just something to really think about and to look at your local politicians and see you know, how come they don't value education? Something to think about. But, uh, you know, I feel like I'm ranting a little bit, but not all heroes wear capes. Most of them are teachers. All right. Okay. So moving on to the last portion of the show, health over wealth. You know what I say? Without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. Again, I got another African proverb, and it's from the same uh, people, the Igbo people. And this says, this quote goes like this. No one gets a mouthful of food by picking between another person's teeth. One more time for the folks in the back and a little bit louder. No one gets a mouthful of food by picking between another person's teeth. So mind your fucking business and get off other people's dicks. That's that's pretty much what this quote is saying. Because it ain't going to fill you up. It ain't going to fill your soul. Stop being a scavenger out here in these streets and get your own. All right. You ain't going to get full out here in these streets by being on some bullshit. OK, you're not going to get full that way, playboy. You're not. You're just not. All right, so focus on your own shit, get it together, feed yourself, stop eating off of other people's plates and picking between their teeth thinking you're going to get full. No, stop being lazy and stop scavenging. Get out there and hustle. Nothing wrong with hustling. All right, so that's been episode 131 of Durags and Boat Shoes. Nothing but love and respect to y'all out there. And please, please, please stay tuned for another lesson from the G-Code. I won. Welcome to the G Code. 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 Code.
All right, thank you so much to myself and Tyrone Biggums for this uh, lovely intro of the G Code, the Guy Code, the Gentleman's Code, the Gangsta's Code. Uh, this is lesson five right here. And uh, I skipped over a few lessons because I feel this is very necessary right now. Um, I saw a video on uh, Facebook. No, not Facebook. I saw it on uh, Twitter. It was, a, it was from Facebook. I saw it on Twitter. And there was this drunk white guy. He was out in front of this black man's house. And he was just talking greasy. He had a tall boy in his hand, shirt off, just talking greasy. And he is just yelling the N-word, yelling nigger at the top of his lungs in front of this man's house. And this man is just recording him. And I'm just like, yo, this man is on your property. You need to go down there and knock him smooth the fuck out. He doesn't. And so basically what happens is uh, he's still shouting it. He's getting bolder. And then he throws his tall boy of Keystone Light or Keystone Ice at him. Throws it at him. And he's like, I swear to God, beat your ass, bruh, or some shit like that. He says something like that when a nigga get the cap and it ain't gonna do nothing. You know, selling them wolf tickets. And uh, so this G Code lesson right here is just how to throw a proper punch. Okay? I feel like there's a lot of little niggas out here um, and Negroes my age and older who are just shook. And think that the way to uh, deal with somebody bringing that smoke to your property is to film them and say, Twitter, do your thing. Now, this uh, hobo, this meth head, whoever it was that was uh, that was out there yelling in front of this man's house. Now, you up here talking about Twitter, do your thing. How are they going to identify this man? He looks like that he stays strung out on that blue flame. And we out here talking about, you know, let's find his information and get this man, you know, fired or some shit like that. That's the only time that Twitter do your thing works is when somebody identifies somebody and they actually have something to live for. The next thing that he has to live for is when he's going to get that next hit or if he can get some MD 2020. You see what I'm saying? So but I just see a lot of grown men, you know, doing this filming shit. And he should have just been out there on that sidewalk whooping this man's ass, you know, who's out here on your property calling you a nigger and throwing a beer at you. And you ever tell me, I swear to God, bro, I'll beat your ass. Well, you didn't beat his ass when he dropped that first end bomb. So that's so that's why I skipped ahead to this lesson of how to throw a punch. And throwing a punch is easy. Uh, I think a lot of times um, folks don't. Uh, they do know how to throw a punch. They just scared to, um, you know, to take a hit, take a punch or whatever. But I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Once your adrenaline gets going, you don't feel shit until that adrenaline wears off. When you in the actual moment, you don't feel a damn thing. I'm gonna just tell you that right now. That's what adrenaline is supposed to do. It heightens the senses as far as your speed and agility and strength. And it also numbs your um, your pain receptor so you don't feel shit. Okay, I'm gonna tell you that right now. Unless you get knocked out, you you don't even feel that either. It's just like going to sleep right away because your your brain shuts off just like that. But throwing a proper punch, a lot of times 
people think that the power comes from your arms and shit like that. It actually comes from your midsection, your hips, and your shoulders. That's where the power comes from. So you just want to have a stance a little bit uh, wider than your than your shoulders. You know, you have your you have your uh, your left hand up, guarding your chin, and you know you keep your chin down. Definitely keep your chin down because that's how you knock a motherfucker out is connecting with their chin. That's you, you hit along that jawline if they just got their their head up and not down it don't take much you could slap a motherfucker real hard and knock them out like that if you connect with that jawline hard enough if you slap a motherfucker hard enough they can do that but anyway so you keep that right hand cocked back kind of by the side of your cheek you know and, and you just make a fist okay so if you're so your thumb should really be you know pretty it should be pretty tight but not tight enough the fist shouldn't be tight enough that you can't you you losing feeling is in your palms but it should be tight and you always when you're throwing your punches it's always going to come from your feet to your hips to your arms and you just don't want to come straight out with it you want to keep it tight and compact you want to keep that power within because your power don't come from your arms some people throw it way out and then they leaving themselves open and you're getting the shit beat out of you you know lo and behold so you make your fist and you always always want to connect with that middle finger knuckle or the first one you always want to connect with that and um keep your keep your wrist tight you don't want to try to punch somebody with a limp wrist that's just you're just gonna fuck yourself up but if you connect with you know the latter two knuckles with the ring finger and the pinky that's how you break your hand and you really it ain't that it ain't really that hard i mean it's hard but it ain't really that hard okay and a lot of times you know what you're aiming for people are aiming for that knockout punch or you're trying to hit a motherfucker square in his mouth or his nose you hit somebody in the nose you're just gonna piss him off because it's gonna start bleeding and it's, it does little damage punch a motherfucker in his mouth you might knock a tooth out or something like that but they still gonna come back with some fury you connect with that jawline or that throat that's when you fuck a motherfucker up if you could connect with the jawline most most men know to protect their jaw and keep their chin down then you you're you know you're trying to aim for the throat you know you could you catch a motherfucker in his throat you're gonna fuck up his breathing and you're gonna stop him right away so the whole point is you know if you can't get a knockout punch is to you know basically disable your opponent as quick as possible so you can get the fuck out of here i ain't talking about standing and you know fucking street fighter or tekken and shit like that no it ain't like that you just want to boom 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 you know throw a one two and get the fuck on up out of there you always want to connect with that them first two knuckles though if you can really that middle finger knuckle that's where it's at all right that's that hardest that's the hardest one and you you know less chance of breaking your hand on somebody's face like i said if you can't connect with the jawline aim for the throat or you can fuck a motherfucker up with a body blow too because most people always aim for the head when they fighting but if you can catch a motherfucker in his ribs you know up under the heart or up by their liver or down by their liver or some shit like that hard as fuck you know somebody gonna be like hey 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 bro quit playing hey stop you know that he gonna drop to his knee one knee and look like he protesting the national anthem he gonna be like yo okay 
hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, you, you could fuck some shit up if you connect with somebody in their ribs. Whew, that's pain right there. So that's always your best bet is a good body blow. Don't try to mother points punch somebody right in their gut. It's always on the side real hard. Ribs, uh, side, back, liver, or, you know, right up under the heart in that rib cage. If you can connect there. But the body is a is a, a lot easier to get a body blow in as opposed to going for that head. But if you on that one two shit, you can you can knock a motherfucker smooth out. Go for the body, boom, they start clutching that 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 holding that side. And if they drop down to their knee, you can uppercut her smooth, uppercut them smooth and knock them smooth the fuck out. I'm just, but that's that's a little dirty right there. But you can do that. You know, if you hit that body blow hard enough and they drop down to their knees as soon as they fall down you hurry up and hook them you hit them with a up not hook but an uppercut or you can even hit them with a quick hook and that'll knock them out quick too because they gonna forget all about them protecting their jaw and shit like that that'll knock them out quick too it don't take much to knock a motherfucker out but you know right when that man is dropping down to his knee and he done you know calling for the lord and praying and looking for somebody to call the ambulance and to say that he was just playing or some shit like that that's when you dart the fuck on up out of there you don't want to stay you don't want to wait and see if somebody about to jump you and shit like that you know you connect get the fuck on up out of there okay and also um if it's a situation where it's three or more people and you about to get jumped uh run there's nothing wrong with that don't try to be a fucking hero and fight three motherfuckers now if it's two people trying to jump you this is what you do if you think you can take them you know you should always just try to get the fuck out that situation anyway but if it's a situation where somebody's trying to jump you you back up put your back to the wall always fight with your back against the wall uh, something behind you so can't because that's when you fucked up if somebody can grab you from behind that's when you fucked up in the game you got to keep your head on the swivel but it's easier to look left to right than trying to look from front to back because that's when you get your ass whooped you know what i'm saying so you always keep your back to the wall and then you just keep your head on the swivel from left to right and you you know you get throwing them throw them punches as much as you can there's a bunch of great tutorials on um youtube on how to throw combinations uh one of the easiest combinations to throw is the one two three four um so that's uh that's a jab cross hook uppercut and um that's that's one of the easiest ones to do and it's easy to practice like shadow boxing so i would recommend that every guy out there practice shadow boxing and uh get you a heavy bag too um, get you a heavy bag and a stance because every man needs to know how to throw a punch and um you know you don't want to be caught out here you know not knowing how to throw a punch and for my little fellas out there even if you get in a fight with a big dude you got speed and agility on your side like i said it don't take much to uh you know um to render a motherfucker defenseless it, it doesn't take much like i said a good body blow is very underrated so you hit them ribs you know uh hit them in the ribs if you can hit them right up under the heart that'll fuck somebody up real bad if you can catch them in the back on the back side by the liver you know that'll that'll fuck them up too so you always want to connect with them ribs to try not to punch a motherfucker straight in his stomach i know that's funny but it's real you know it it ain't too bad i mean you see you see motherfuckers working out taking body blows you know what i'm saying but you got to hit them ribs 
hit them ribs or hit that back that uh you know back above the hips you know get that liver shot and um or get up like i said get up under that heart too so i mean people people underestimate a good body blow and if you're scared to fight um you know there's nothing wrong with running like i said it but if it's a situation where it's mono we mono um, a lot of times you don't know what somebody got something on them but you know i think you really can fill it out because you know uh, my theory is you got something on you you, you got to get to that motherfucker first you know what i'm saying if you got a knife or a little pistol on you you got to get to that motherfucker first you know so i'm gonna bum rush you and you know throw, hit you with that one two three four combo but you know if it's mono we mono you just gonna have to shoot the fair one that's what it boils down to you just gonna have to shoot the fair one if it comes to that you know what i'm saying like the situation i talked about before you got this crazy belligerent man on your yard calling you all types of niggas and throwing a beer at you that's when you got to put that camera phone down and shoot the fair one it's, this ain't one of them twitters do your thing this when it comes to the point where my hands gotta do they thing all right so i'll provide some youtube links in here on uh, how to throw the one two three four combination how to throw a you know a proper uppercut and things like that and practice shadow boxing um there is nothing wrong with learning how to defend yourself it's not savage it's not brutal anything like that and you know your lady will love you even more if she know that you can protect her you know what i'm saying if y'all out in public and some shit like that and you know somebody want to get fresh with your lady you can knock him smooth the fuck out or render him defenseless by you know going for a good body shot all right so make sure you check out the links and i'll put them uh youtube links in there for you all right one